Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Top Stories. I am George Jakovic, alongside the ESPN analyst, Hall of Famer, and champion Tim Bradley, champion Pauli Malinaji, and champion Chris Algieri. Today on Top Stories, we're talking about what could have the round of the year, the upset of the year, could be the fight of the year. Tim Bradley, while most of the boxing world was talking about Devin Haney and Regis Progray on ESPN, Robesi Ramirez was defending his featherweight belt against a little-known guy from Mexico, Rafael Espinoza. The drama, Tim, Espinoza won a majority decision to become new champion, new featherweight champion. Tim, you called this fight. Talk to us about it. Look, you ever hear that saying, ignorance is bliss? When you go into these fights, we look at these guys' resumes. I looked at Rafael Espinoza's resume. He ain't fight anybody. Knocked out. Got a you know ton of knockouts. Uh, I'm saying to myself, this is a two-time an Olympian, uh, a guy that's faced better competition. You know, world champ has been on the road, been knocking guys out. Like he shouldn't have a problem dealing with this six foot one, which is unheard of, featherweight. He shouldn't have any problems with him. He shouldn't have any problems cutting the distance. He shouldn't be having any problems landing his kill shots over the top and underneath. But the first round happened, and I was like, hmm. One, I like the demeanor of this kid, and this is where the ignorance is bliss. The kid didn't care who the hell he was. He didn't care about those two-time Olympic gold medals. He didn't care about that he was a champion. He didn't care. He came out, and he was dictating the pace. He was pressing forward. He was, he was punching when he needed to punch. He was digging down to the body. He was basically controlling the action early on. But he made a mistake in the fifth round. Got caught switching his feet. Got caught with a big right hook from Ramirez and goes down. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this kid's never been here before. He's first time freaking going 12 rounds. He gets caught. He gets knocked on his butt for the first time. Oh, Ramirez is going to go for the kill. He's going to catch this kid. He's going to knock him out. Well, the kid gets up. He gets up. And the only way you get up, people, you got to understand this. One, Got to have heart. Two, you got to have balls. Three, you got to have great conditioning. And you got to be determined to get up. Understand that. And he gets up and he continues to fight. And he's getting rocked, even in the middle rounds, getting rocked with big shots. But he continued to throw and let his hands go and take chances. He was basically selling out. He was saying, I'm here to win this championship. I don't care what I go through. I don't care how much I got to take. I'm here to win this championship. And towards the back end of the fight, 
I remember telling Tess, like, uh-oh, there's a huge problem here. While Ramirez is feeling that he has the opportunity to land that one kill shot, this kid is piling on points. He's winning a lot of these rounds. He's looking for that one shot to land. That could come back and bite him in the behind because if he doesn't land that shot, this kid may very well win this fight. So the kid comes in the 11th round, and, he's, and he runs off 105 punches. Comes back in the 12th, and he runs off 120 punches. Yet alone, people, he's never done 12 rounds before. Never done 12 rounds before. New territory for him. But this man was a this kid was a man on a mission. He was determined. He had a lot to fight for. He remember, I remember him saying that he's fighting for his daughter. He's fighting for his, his, his wife, his team. He put in a stream amount of work, man, over the course of 10 years. Very unknown, but he made himself be known Saturday night by defeating one of the best fighters at 126 pounds, if not the best fighter, in Robesi Ramirez. And Chris and Pauly, uh, we were doing a live for the Devin Haney for the post Haney Pro Gray. So, Tim, we got the news live that that the upset happened. And Chris and Pauly, you, you got, I mean, everyone was just stunned. And Tim, to your point, um, Espinosa also dropped Ramirez in that 12th to, to yes. cement the win. But Pauly, I mean, the reaction from you and Chris said it all. It was it was just an unbelievable, unbelievable thing that happened that night. Yeah, I mean, like Tim set it up very well, champ, with the, uh, when you mentioned about Rabesi Ramirez's two gold medals and the fact that Espinosa really didn't care about them. You know, this is a kid, Espinosa, I think he had 10 or 11 amateur fights. I mean, so it's it's kind of wild. You know, he's a guy who hadn't had a, a, uh, a real big step-up fight on the way here, right? A, a fight where we can kind of look at him and say, okay, you know, he can, he's going to be competitive for Rabesi Ramirez. It was kind of looked at like... Um, a tune-up fight, a tune-up defense for Rabesi Ramirez, who was being looked at in the meantime while he holds this title as a guy who probably Inouye may go up to in wait to fight at featherweight for a world title after he deals with Tapales, who himself is not an easy fight. So that, this fight showed us that you don't take any of these opponents lightly. But nonetheless, um, going into the fight, I feel like Rabesi Ramirez even thought, like, you know, I'm going to land this one big shot, sharp, hard shot, and I'm going I'm I'm to end up dropping him. He had a nice, scored a nice knockdown with that right hook uh, that it really looked like he was hurt. Uh, it looked like Espinosa was hurt. As a matter of fact, credit to the referee as well, because Espinosa gets up and he kind of stumbles to the other side of the ring. And there's a lot of poor refs that would stop the fight right there, you know, because also the way he went down, when it looked like his knee went out from under him, you know. Instead, the ref uh, uh, let him let, let him uh, get back to his feet. Even when he went across the ring, kept counting, let him get back in the fight. And sure enough, we wound up with one of the fights of the year after that. But Espinosa showed his grit. Espinosa showed his grit, his determination, um, not just throughout the fight with his style, like, like Tim the Champ was saying, but also for the fact that, you know, getting up off that off that knockdown, the way he came back after it really showed, you know, his his grit and determination. Because things didn't go so well for him after that knockdown. You know, he had started pretty well, I think, and then you know, Rabasi kind of gets himself into the fight. But you got to close that fight strong. Everything is on the line, and Rabasi uh, uh, just wasn't able to get his level to the same level of Espinosa uh, when when the when push came to shove at the end in the last couple of rounds. As a matter of fact, Espinosa's knockdown is more so a a uh, accumulation of punishment where Rabesi just ended up yeah. taking a knee, you know, uh, in that moment, I think Rabesi could probably just take off on his bike instead of taking the knee, but he didn't really 
thing to do that. You know, uh, I, I personally, if I'm, if I, I know it's probably hard to hold such a, a, a big guy in there like Espinosa when you're that tired, but I think Rebezi should have just got on his bike and circled the ring a little bit and, and maybe gave himself a break for at least a second. You just got to get through that last round because that, that two-point round also ended up hurting him pretty badly uh, at the end. But uh, a, a incredible performance. You know, Espinosa is a, a, a guy that really we didn't know a lot about. And now uh, everybody's curious about him. This, by the way, division is pretty interesting. Yeah, you, you guys made a ton of great points. I'm not going to touch too much on this, on that stuff. But it was just one of those nights, one of those performances. Espinosa was not going to be denied. And, you know, I hate the term overnight success because it's not a real thing. Because that kid has been training for a very long time for this opportunity. And when you look past the numbers, yeah, he'd never been anywhere near this level. Never been 12 rounds before. Um but listen, he's a six foot, one hundred and thirty pounder. The guy and the guy can throw one hundred and twenty punches in a round. That's a dangerous man. Mm. And he's got guts and a chin and heart for days. He got rocked throughout that fight multiple times. Like you were saying, Tim, the power punching from from Rubisi, who was looking for that one big knockout shot. But even in in between all those rounds, he was getting rocked and getting hurt and getting stunned. Um, so and that's why you got to think of it as a rep, uh, as a judge rather. It's like. Well, what do you like? You like the guy who's piling up the points? You like the guy who's affecting the guy, who's hurting him, who's busting his nose up? He's got his eye starting to shut a little bit. Um, but honestly, I, I had Espinosa winning that fight anyway, even without that knockdown in the last round. But that was just the icing on the cake. And actually, if you watch it, it was a solar plexus shot. It was right uppercut to the solar plexus. It was actually a really good shot, usually from southpaws who do it to his orthodox guys. But um, Rabisi just he couldn't hold. Man, he was, he was getting hit to the body. He was hurt to the body. We all know body punches are different. But in terms of this kid, man... He was just not going to be denied. He, he, I heard he fractured a, a bone in his foot. Yes, I, don't know if that's yes, I was going to say that. Yes, he, he was hurt in his from foot like the second on. round. Like you said, uh, Paulie, when he got dropped, he fell awkwardly on that right leg. It looked like he hurt his knee. It looked like he hurt his ankle. could have been anything. That kid was not leaving that ring without that title that night. And listen, we have nights like that. We've all, we, all three of us have been there. We've had some nights where you're just like, you know what? Not beating me tonight. I'm doing everything I can to get to the end of this fight with my hand raised. And it was just one of those nights. And it's a beautiful thing to see. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Um, listen, this kid literally could be a star. Mexicans are going to love him. They love come from behind. They love the guy who gets up and fights. And the kid just had no no, no stop in him, no quit in him. He never took his eyes off the prize. And it was it was awesome to watch. That's, that, that is fight of year type stuff. Do you know how you get there? You get to that, that place where he was mentally when you're in the moment. You stay in the moment the entire time. Yep. You're not thinking about the clock. You're not thinking about it. You're actually fighting. You're fighting. You're focused on what you want to accomplish. You know. Um, Good things happen when you fight hard. Look, they, they do. You fight hard. Like, I, I think it was like the 11th round. He was like, he was like, they were like, you got two more rounds. Like, the kid had no clue what round it was. Mm -hmm. He was just fighting. <laughs> fighting so off instinct. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Great. Fighting yeah, off fumes. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Autopilot. Like, I've been there before, you know? And it was like, when they asked him after, uh, Bernardo Suna asked him after, like, what kept you going? I've been there, man. When I was fought Ruzdab Avandikov, dude, mm -hmm. and I was literally on my deathbed and I was out on my feet, mm -hmm. and the thing that I was that I was thinking about was my child, my unborn child, my man. third child, my, actually my second child at the time, who was Malaya. I was thinking about her college. I was thinking that if I lose this fight, you know, like my pay scale is going to drop drastically. You know, I got to win this fight. I got to provide for my family. Like I, that was going through my mind as I was fighting. And 
I saw the same thing with this kid. He was completely full. I look when I was fighting against Ruslan, I had no clue what round it was. Mm. You know, I've been in fights where I thought like it was a second round and it was a 12th round. They're like, I'm like, yo, it's a second round. They're like, yeah, it's a 12th round. And I'm like, damn, I got hit that hard. I was that in I was that in tune in the fight. And I wasn't worried about the time or the clock. I hate when I see guys that are fighting, they look up at the monitor to see or the big uh the big uh screen to see what time how much left is on the clock. You're not, you're not in the moment. You're not living. You're not fighting like you're supposed to fight. You're supposed to fight every second, every minute of every single round. And if you do that, you don't worry about no damn conditioning. And you don't worry about the type of punishment that you're absorbing. Well, again, this fight could be upset of the year, fight of the year, could have the round of the year, because that sixth round was phenomenal after the knockdown. But, Tim, uh, you said something very poignant um, after the fight. You talked about your love for the sport and watching this fight really, really had you just fe feeling absolute love for the sport. Can you talk about that? I could talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. There's, there's no, there's no sport in the world that where you, you can actually see a guy's soul on display like this, you know, like you, we talk about MMA and how MMA is so great. Well, in MMA, you can tap out. Uh, 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 no, I want out. I want out. Don't break my arm. Don't you can't tap out like that in boxing. Well, you can silently, but you're gonna get hell, hell from the boxing fans. You know, you you might not ever ever return to the ring the same. You know, you embarrass yourself. So boxing, when it's at its very best, one you're gonna get a war. You're gonna get a war when you have two top fighters in there, and both fighters wanna wanna win. You're gonna get a war. But to my point is, is that there's no other sport that's like it, man. You can literally see this kid fighting, fighting. You can see all the work he's put in over the years. You can literally visibly see it come out, you know, in his performance. You can see his determination. You can see his will to want to win. How badly you can see that. When you're playing football, you can hide behind, you know, 10 other men. When you're playing basketball, the same thing. In boxing, you can't. It's just you in there. That's the difference, with, and that's the beauty about boxing. You know, this kid's story was amazing. You can fall in love with a fighter, not only with his boxing, but also with his story. You know, and we don't always we don't always hear that in any other sports, man. We really don't, or and we don't see we don't see it like you do see it in boxing. So, Chris, Paulie, um, we're gonna wrap this up, but Chris, thoughts on what Tim just said? Your emotions watching it. Well, that's, I just want to make another point about the sport of boxing. I mean, nobody hides being hurt like fighters do. Other sports, yep. guy guy fractures his foot, well, you're going to know about it. Everyone's going to know about it. This yep. kid happened early. Happened early. He had every reason to 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 bail. Every Everything. He had a really tough guy in front of him, someone that he wasn't supposed to be in front of, quote unquote. You know, we got a two-time gold medalist. He didn't care. Like you said, Tim, he was thinking about his kids. He was thinking about his future. He didn't care about the bone in his foot. He cared about winning that title, winning that, winning that belt, getting that, rec that recognition. I mean, it's it's just it's a hard. I'm getting I'm getting chills talking about it right now because I I know what those nights are like. I know what those feelings are. I know what that blood coursing through your veins feels like. And you know, it's just it's amazing to watch, man. This is for all the all the black guys boxing gives itself. These kind of displays are what brings us back always, and why we will never leave. You know, we we, we joke all the time we're dummies because we're we're just we're always going to be here. We're, we're lovesick puppies when it comes to this sport, and this right. is the reason why. For performances like this, nights like this, 
Dude, George, you worked on Legendary Nights. You are, you got two Emmys behind you. These are the stories that push the lifeblood of boxing. And it's just, it's also the watch. I'm getting emotional now. So let me, let me back up. <laughs> Holly, final thoughts? Yeah, my final thoughts are uh, continuing with what, uh, what Chris was saying. Uh, Champ, it's, it's really something that, you know, I think only fighters can understand to that degree. You leave the locker room for certain fights. And I think both guys will, un will uh, understand what I'm saying here where you know your life can change tonight. You know, you got 36 minutes, whatever, 48 minutes with the uh, rest, one minute rest in between. Uh, I used to tell myself for certain big fights like that, I was like, in an hour, I'll be back in this dressing room and will my life be very, very different or no? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I, I've got this opportunity, make sure this happens. You know what I mean? Like, you've got so many years in the bag, like, like you said, there's no, over, no overnight successes, but there comes that night where you have that hour and in that hour, you've got to literally lay it all on the line. And that's why you see guys, you know, disappointed and then they cry in the dressing room. And we saw that with Lomachenko, with Haney and all that other stuff. You know, it's like because you tell yourself that one hour makes it all happen right there, right there. You know, every, all the life's work, then you have one hour to make it happen. And say, can you execute it in that one hour? And there are guys like Espinosa when... They're going out there and they're saying, you know what? I'm going to leave it all out there. If I got to go back to the dressing room disappointed, I'm going to know that I put it all on the line. And you know what? He put it all on the line. He made it happen. He won the fight. And he can go back to the dressing room after having left the dressing room an hour earlier. He can go back to the dressing room a world champion with a, with a, a, a different life. And that's, one of, that's what uh, uh, me piggybacking on, on what Chris just said. It really is a, a story rags to riches type of thing that where that boxing only boxing can really give you to that degree because in other sports is it's more foundational it's more you know you kind of know which way where which way it's going to go it's hard to really fit through the cracks you know there's not a lot of Vince Papali's in the NFL that that the story Mark Wahlberg had with uh, with the Philadelphia Eagles not a lot of that but in boxing in boxing you can literally fight your way through and every once in a while as difficult as it is and most of the time it's not gonna happen but as difficult as it is you see this kind of thing this guy had 10 11 amateur fights i mean it's crazy you know what i mean it's crazy and he just knocked off a two-time olympic gold medalist and a world champion and he did it with determination that's one thing about mexican fighters too you can't go forget about winning or losing you can't even you can't fight a certain way you got to fight with balls to the wall heart all to all the time whether you're gonna win or lose otherwise even if you win, you're not going to be accepted. They, you got to fight that way no matter what. So nothing short of that was going to be acceptable to his fan base anyway. But just the fact that he gave us this kind of show um, uh, against a very good fighter like Rebesi Ramirez, now we're talking about this fight. In a fight where a lot of people weren't, a night where a lot of people weren't talking about this fight. A lot of people were talking about the other fight on Saturday night, Progray Haney, but, or Haney Progray now. But, you know, this fight kind of stole the, 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 the limelight a little bit, man. I mean, this fight could go down as the fight of the year, upset of the year, round of the year. At least all of those subject matters are in the conversation for Saturday night's fight. So this is one of those things that makes boxing really, really cool. And one thing about Mexican fighters, let sleeping dogs lie, bro. Do not start hitting them with too many power shots. I told these guys off air. When I fought Mexican Don't piss fighters, them off. When I fought Mexican fighters, I used to try to avoid landing too many power shots. I used to try to lull them to sleep with jabs. And before they knew they were even in a fight, sometimes they lost all 10 rounds and the fight was over. But God forbid you start hitting them with too many power shots, man, you wake up that pit bull and that's it. Now you're in a fight for the rest of the night and it's your ass. So yeah. let sleeping dogs lie. Rebasi Ramirez did not let sleeping dogs lie. He started cracking this guy with left hands. He said, this guy said, yeah, all right, well, it's going to be like that tonight. Let's do it. And that was it. That was it. So that's the lesson of the night as well. Don't mess with those Mexican fighters. Hey, George, 
real quick. You want to fix? You want to fix? You want to fix boxing? Bring that sixteen by sixteen ring everywhere. All the promoters. Forget about the twenty fours. Forget about the twenty twos and the twenties. You mentioned that. At, 16 by 16, you're going to have fights. You're going to have to see, hey, you're going to have to bring your but, skill set. But, but well, guys boxer, avoid each other even more now. If you get 16 by 16, bro, really, man, you really listen, have a hard time can, getting the listen, fights. If you can box in a 22, you can box in a 16. Yep. I bought Ruslan Pavanaka in a 16-foot ring, mm -hmm. and I boxed his shoes off that night. If you can box in a 22, you can box in a 16. I'm, I'm behind you on that one. I, I boxed no Lamont Peterson in a 16 by 16, and that was you a hell of fight. fight. His ass. So <laughs> let's go. You know, 16 by 16 promoters. That's the should be the ring for every fight, and we're gonna get great fights in boxing. I Trust fought, me. I fought Cotto in a 16 by 16. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but to your point, to your point, to your to your point, Chris, he fought Mayweather in a 20 by 20, and he still was cutting off the ring and, and made the made the fight yeah. at no, close yeah. range. So yeah. listen, if you can guys, box in 20, you can do you can your buy, style you... will 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 happen yes. whether it's a big ring or a small ring. Yeah. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Pro Box TV, your boxing channel. Thanks for watching us here on YouTube. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Pro Box TV. And download the Pro Box TV app where apps are available. And for live fights and so much more, visit us at ProBoxTV.com.